Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys are doing well on this very very fine evening. Even though I understand that's a relative statement, that's a subjective statement. It depends where you live, where you're at, who you live with, who you're around at the moment. Luckily, as I've told you guys many times before, I'm in paradise. No, not in the south of France. No, not in Hawaii. No, not in Florida. But in the beautiful Southern California. Where the weather is nice all the time. Where the sun is bright all year long. And the coldest it ever gets is about mm, 39-42 degrees. And that's only a handful of days. So I'm very thankful. I hope you are doing well. I understand that it is a very si- different situation depending where you're f- where you're from, depending how your country is rolling out the opening of your economy in your country or in your state for that matter. I know we have an advantage here in the United States where we've been getting Uh, sequential payments every few months for those of us that have needed them so I really don't think there's room to complain if you're alive and well and you haven't had a direct effect from said virus Uh, with that said I think there's still great hope for the world Because the one world government has not fully formed yet. The infrastructure is still not in place. The new world order remains out of order. But the grains of sand in the hourglass are dropping at a precipitous rate. For decades, academics tycoons, experts, and bankers have laid down plans, have tried many different forms of blueprints. I can't go into it too deep on this episode because it would take me hours and hours, and if you've listened to any of my episodes before, you know that this is not that type of podcast. My episodes are short and quick and to the point. Sometimes I ramble and I get to the point on a roundabout way, but I get to it. So my point is this. The fact that economies are not opening up is a form of hope, believe it or not. And at the same time of doom. But here is our opportunity. Here is our moment. What will we do? If you've been studying or you've paid attention at all, you know that during downtimes, during recessions and during depressions is when the most amount of new wealth, of new millionaires, of new billionaires are made. Why? Because basically, while everything is down and cheap, 
in the stock market. I don't mean in the stores because inflation is here. I don't care about any of the technical definitions that you might hear in the shows in Fox Business or any articles that you might see in any financial newspapers, magazines, or corporations might use. I don't care if they use the inflation consumer index or the uh, the yield of this or yield of that go to the store you tell me that things are not priced up compared to a year ago and i will laugh at you go to the gas pump go and look at your 401k your 401k should be doing well why because most things in the stock market are overvalued right now because companies have been buying back shares because people have been getting stimulus checks and taking a shot at the stock market taking a shot at stocks and cryptocurrencies so therefore there's a lot of new blood in these markets and i feel as this new blood keeps being pumped into the markets we will see bigger institutions buy into the markets especially into blockchain technology we've already we are already seeing it happen and if you guys are not familiar with the crypto space get yourself familiar with the crypto space things are booming people are getting rich and it's a wild, wild west out there. So, at the same time, you know, tread lightly. Get yourself educated, but don't be afraid to invest some of your money. Some of your leftovers. And if you want to be aggressive, you can invest some of the money that you might not consider leftovers. So, like I said... There have been plans for many years to control the world as one. You can go into clips of many famous politicians and academics mentioning this new world order. And you don't have to go into any esoteric, mystical, or mysticism stuff to understand that a new world order simply means a new way of carrying about business, a new way of carrying about trade, a new way of controlling the masses as a whole. Okay, this doesn't have to be any supernatural, mystical uh, explanation for you to understand the new world order. So, what do we do now? Are you gonna take a shot at yourself? Or are you going to continue to be what you always have been? And listen, I'm part of the struggle. I'm part of the fight. I'm in the fight. I'm in it to win, but I'm in the fight and I struggle every day. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. But we're here and we will not back down as Americans. 
I know that America still has a lot of fight in her. And we will not relinquish being innovators. We will not relinquish being leaders. We have a lot of flaws, no doubt. We have many chinks in the armor, no doubt. We have many things to strive for, without a doubt. But I believe in America, and I still believe we are the beacon of freedom and the beacon of the future for other nations to look at, for other nations to take an example of, to see us as an example. So, here we are, even though the plants are being laid out and moving at a snail pace, the time is ticking. We need to take hold of our individual reins and make a dent in the world so that when the sky begins to fall, we have a solid foundation to hold our roof. Peace.